Sota daf mem gimel the last thing we were discussing that when the Bnei Israel went out to war, the wartime kohen gadol would tell them, "Don't trust uh, your, your warriors like uh, the goyim do. Rather, you have Hashem going in front of you." And all why does he have to go through all that? Because the Aaron went with them to war. And we said that it says Moshe sent them to war. Otam, he sent the Sanhedrin. They also went to war. Pinchas was the wartime Kohen Gadol. And he sent them to the holy vessels. That was the Aaron and the Luchot inside. And with the horns, that was the Shofarot. And with that, we're going to start Memgil Hamudalef. Five lines in the middle of the line where it says Tana. Tana. Lo lechinam halach Pinchas lamilchama. It was not for no reason Pinchas went to war. There was a reason. He went to go take revenge for his mother's father, which was Yosef. Why? Because they sold him as a slave to Mitzrayim. Instead of giving back to the father, instead of taking care of that kid, you sold him to Egypt. So Pinehas went to go take revenge. So the Gemara has a question. The Mimrad de Pinehas Yosef. You tell me that Pinehas came from Yosef. Vakiti ve Azar ben Haron lakach lom bebenot putiel lo leisha. But then we said that El Azar, the son of Aaron, he married from Putiel, uh, which uh, my love, the Atem Mitro, doesn't mean that he married from Mitro's daughter. Shepitem agalim laavodat kochavim because. He uh, stuffed uh, the uh, calves uh, with food so they could be fat when they give them for the, the korbanot for the avodah zarah. And the Gemara says, no, no, it, it, what's putiel? It was Yosef shepitpet beitzro. It was Yosef who uh, he uh, disgraced his yetzara, he captured his yetzara, and that's why we said Pinhas comes from Shevet Yosef. Now the Gemara says, shebatim mevazinoto. But people used to make fun of Pinchas because, and they used to say, "Reitem ben Putize." You see, the person who came from Putiel, ben shepitem avi imoa galim lavod kuchavim. He's a son of a, his grandfather. Used to give korbanot for avodah zarah to fend them up. Yeharog nesim said he's going to kill Zimri. He's in a sea shevet Israel. People were not, were not happy with him. People were disgracing Pinchas. So you see, he did come from uh, from Yitro. Ela, you have to say, I abuade imem Yosef. You have to say, if his uh, if his mother's father comes from Shevet Yosef, then imed de imem Yitro. Then you have to say that the mother's mother came from Yitro. Ve'i imed de imem Yosef. And if his mother's mother comes from Yosef, abuade imem Yitro. Then his mother's father comes from Shevet Yitro. And de kanami, and it makes sense. Dichtiv mibenot putiel. It says from the daughters of putiel tere mashma. It means. Uh, from the daughters, meaning Shema, it means we're talking about two. Some say because there's an extra yud putiel, not tas putiel. So therefore, we're talking about two Shema uh, Mina that it, it had to be from. Uh, he's related to Yosef and Yitro. Next Mishnah. Before they got to war, hashoterim el ha'am lemor. The officers speak to the nation and they say, Who's the person who bought a new house? He didn't get to live in it at all. Go live in your house. And the idea is, if someone else lives in it, it's going to be very painful for the person. If someone builds a, a house that's meant to store straw or his cattle or wood or just different things like oil and, and grains, 
whether you built it, whether you bought it from someone else, or you inherited it, or if it was given to him as a gift, and all these people would have to go back home. Now, and who planted a, a grapevine and didn't wait three years till uh, it stopped being our line. On the fourth year, you have to transfer the Kedushat uh, money and bring it to the Yerushalayim. Whether a person planted uh, five trees of a vineyard or of grapes, or five trees of any other grapes, even if it's five different uh, fruits, again, same idea, he goes back. Whether you planted it from scratch or you just uh, took off a branch and you put it into the ground, started uh, planting it that way. Or you grafted two trees together. Or you bought a vineyard. Or you inherited. It was given as a gift. In all these cases, you go back. You don't go to war. Now, whether she's never been married before, or if she's an almana, even if his brother died and he's, and they're waiting to do yibum, even if we heard that his that his brother died in war, and now he has to do yibum, he has to come back from the war and come and do the yibum. All of these listen to the words of the Kohen of the rules of war, and they go back. And their job is to make sure that there's water and food for everyone, and their job is to make sure that the roads are clear and they fix the, the roads for those going to war. And the following don't go back. Number one, if a person if someone builds a house in front of the house, more like a, as an entrance, like a lobby sort of thing. If someone built an aksadra, a portico, an area with a roof but with no walls, it's open. Or a porch. If a person planted four fruit trees, the Hamisha Ilanisak or even five trees, but they're not fruit uh, trees. If someone divorced his wife and remarried her, Almanale Kohen Gadol, which is uh, a prohibited marriage, Gerushava Halutsale Kohen Hediot, again, that's also pro- prohibited. Mamzeret Untinale Israel, a Mamzeret or Netina marrying a regular Israel boy, that's Asur, but Israel or regular Israelite marrying a Mamzer Unatim. All these lohaya hozer. In those cases, if it's prohibited marriage, they can't. Uh, he would not go back from war. Even if a person built a house, a new house, meaning he destroyed one house and rebuilt it, lohaya hozer, he wouldn't go back. I guess it wasn't as new. Unless he added uh, something new to the house. Even if someone made a brick house in the Sharon area, which was one of these uh, temporary homes, you wouldn't go back because that's not a real house. Now, there's a few that don't even leave their house at all. They don't even go to the border. If a person built a house and didn't live in there a year, or if a person planted the the vine and he still didn't uh, have his fourth year, 
of a person got married to someone he's been engaged to, he was with his year by man, still a year didn't pass. He has to be cleaned his house a year. Lebeto means his actual house. He was there. That means he has to be with his vine. He has to take care of his plants. Vesimah et ishto zo ishto. That's his actual wife. He has to wait a year. Asher lakah lavit yebimto. Even the yebama he has to wait a year. En maspikin mayu mazon veen metaken nitlerachim. They don't have to bring water. They don't have to fix the street. They're not hayav at all in going to war. And the Gemara says, Tanu Rabbanan v'diberu hashoterim. The shoterim speak to the people. Yachod devarim shalatzma. Maybe they make up stuff on their own, not based on what the Quran said. Kishu omer. You see, they're speaking their own stuff. So now, what is the pasuk say? It sounds like they're just repeating or they're just saying whatever the war time Kohen Gadol would say. The Kohen would speak and they would just repeat it to the people. Now, Tane Hada, one Brayta says, Kohen Medaber Veshoter Mashmiyah, that Kohen speaks and the Shoter, the officer, lets everyone hear it. He mean he just repeats it. Vitane Hada, Kohen Medaber Veshoter Mashmiyah. And the other one says, the Kohen speaks and the Kohen is the one that announces it to everyone. And then you have Vitane Hada, a third Brayta, Shoter Medaber Veshoter Mashmiyah. The Shoter is speaking and the officer himself or the other officers are announcing it or saying it loud to people. So you have three bright out, we don't know what's going on. So Amar Abaye HaKetzad, what's going on here? V'nigash v'ad v'deberu ha'koyen medaber v'koyen mashmiyah. From when the Kohen comes to them until he, they should speak, until those psukim, the Kohen speaks and the Kohen says it loud to the people. Medaberu v'ad v'yasefu ha'koyen medaber v'shoter mashmiyah. From that point forward, from those psukim, the Kohen speaks, the officers say aloud so everyone could hear. And miyasefu ve'elach from miyasefu and on, shoter medaber ve'shoter mashmiyah. The officers are speaking and other officers are, are saying it loud so everyone could hear. So to clarify, um, the part where he says, Shema Yisrael, and Hashem is going to save you, that Kohen says... And then number two, when you start going with the Mia Ish, shared this, who was the person who got married, built the house, etc. That part the Kohen says, and the officers sail out, and going around and asking, okay, who's still scared? Go home, that the officers say. Now, we learned the Mishnah that the Kohen would say, Mia Ish, Asher Bana, Bait Hadash, who's the man who built a new house? Tanul Banan, Asher Bana, in the El Asher Bana means he built it. Right, mamash. Lakah v'yarash v'nitan lo b'matana minayin. If he bought it, if he inherited it, if it was given to him as a gift, how do we know that he goes back? Tamod lomar miha ish asher bana. When it says the word ish, it's extra, extra. You could just said mi asher bana. What's ish for? It's coming to add all these things. That if he bought it, inherited, give gift, all these things, he goes back. That says the word bite and la ela bite. It's only house, an actual house. People live in it. How do we know all these storage houses for the grains, for the animals, for the wood, for the oils? That's why it says asher bana. It says that he built. It didn't just say asher bite bana. It says asher bana bite. Coming to be doresh mikol makom whatever house it is. 
So maybe even if I built a, you know, an opening to the house or a porch or a portico, Tamudomar bait. Bait is somewhere where people live in it. I mean, it has to be something where you use for living purposes, like uh, the storage houses. It means an actual real bait. He doesn't believe in anything that was added by the Mishnah Baita. It has to be actual house where people live in. Now, we said, uh, The Pasuk says, But we could have just said, right? Why We're coming to exclude the case where guys stole the house. So, it sounds like, uh, it's not like it's like it's because if it's like it's like he's already there. It says when it says the, the soft hearted, is a person who is fearful from the Averot in his hands. So, uh, if there's a thief over here, you had to go because you're a thief. So, like Mark explains, even according to Let's say a guy did Teshuvah, he paid for the house. The Gemara says, Okay, that's the case. He just bought a house and go back. The Gemara says, Since he originally stole it, therefore, look, he doesn't go back and he has to stay in war. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, Who is the man who planted a vineyard? Okay, that's if he actually planted it. If he bought it, inherited it, given to him as a gift, how do we know that he goes back? And who's the man who planted? Kerem, okay, it says Kerem, vineyard. Okay, only vineyard, grapes. How do we know if it's five fruit trees, even from different types of trees, that he planted? It could be said uh, just uh, Kerem. Why it says Asherata? It could be anything. Let's say it's four fruit trees or or five trees that don't have fruits. That's why it says the word Kerem that has to be like a Kerem, meaning it's a fruit tree. It says vineyard means actually grapes, not, nothing else. Next, it could have said but it really said it's coming to exclude the case where someone put a tree in the ground, a branch in the in the ground, or he grafted two trees together. At that case, he doesn't go back. Wait, so the he takes a branch and he puts it in the ground and he wants to make a tree that way, or or he grafts two trees together, that he goes back. So, it depends. If it if it's grafting something that is asur to graft, putting two trees together, that's asur, then you, then you don't go back. But if it's something that's mutar, you do go back. If it's a fruit tree with a, uh, with a vegetable, okay, that's a problem. But if it's uh, just two uh, fruits, maybe that's allowed. All depends if the rules of uh, kilayim apply or not. Now the Gemara asks, So wait a second, how do we graft two trees together and it's mutar? It's two uh, young uh, trees, meaning they both didn't reach the fourth year. If that's the case, you could always say just because one of them is under the, four, the age of four years old, and that's the reason he doesn't go back. Ela. If they say yalda bizkena, you're grafting a young tree with an old tree. Well, the habar yabu yalda shizibecha bizkena betela. 
Yalda Bizkena, if a, if a small tree, a young tree, uh, if somehow grafted it connected with an old tree, it is now negated, meaning we're not going to count the, uh, the young tree. The end Badin Allah doesn't even have a deen of Allah. The first two years, you're allowed to eat the fruits. So then why should you go back? So Amar Birmiyah, the Allah, Melda Melda, now we're talking about young with young. And Kegonden Atalehakamata Lisyag, you have to say the first tree was planted so it could be like, a, it could be a fence. It's part of a fence. Ul Korot, or you want to use it for wood. The Tran Hotel, the Segul Korot, Paturmina Orla. Because we have a we have a Mishnah. If someone planted to, to make a fence, or he needs to use the wood to build something, he's patur from orla. There's no din of hilur evai, and therefore he would go back for the first one. But then when he put it uh, together, that's a different story. So the Gemara asks, "Umay shana yalda Why is it when you put a young tree with an old tree, it's batel? It's negated. Umay shana yalda beyalda. Delobatlan. Why is it a young tree with a young tree? It's not batel. So the Gemara explains, "Hatam over there with an with an old tree. Imamlicha Allah lav bat mehdari. If you want to treat it now like a young tree, you can't because at the end of the day it's old and your mind or whatever your intent is doesn't count. Hacha." When it's young with young, okay, if you want to change it from uh, a wood tree or a, or a fence, you want to change it to now eat from it, you could uh, change it and, and now you could, uh, you, you could eat the fruits. Because the idea is it's standing for fruits. So instead of calling it a fence, you could now call it a fruit tree. It becomes like the case where the fruit tree that grew by itself, if it grew on its own, uh, you have to, for the first three years, now eat the fruits. Even though originally when it was planted, no one had intent for anything. It's the same idea. So the Gemara has another question. Rebir Mia, he said, no, we're talking in a situation where uh, they grafted uh, two small trees, a yalda be yalda. Why if they say that? Why don't you say we're talking about a vineyard of, uh, of two partners? I guess uh, one person grafted a tree and another person's tree. Each one goes back because of uh, his half of the graft. Papa, actually, you know, I understand from the fact that we didn't bring this up, or I didn't mention this, that we can learn halakha. If it's a vineyard that belongs to two people, we don't go back for more. And again, this is dafka with the vineyard, but if it's a house that was bought by two people, they do go back. It's very interesting halakha here. So, Umay Shana, why is this a vineyard of partners different? There's five brothers, one of them die at war, the Kulan Hosein all go back because of that Shomeret Yabam. So the Gemara says you can compare Hatam over there, called Hadvehad, Karina, Be, Ishto, each one, it's technically his Yabama. Really, one brother is going to do the Yibum, but technically, there's a part of her connected to each one of the four brothers that are left. And therefore, they all go back until someone does what uh, the the holy boom process or the halza. Hacha with the vineyard of, of partners called It's not called each person's vineyard; rather, it's called everyone's vineyard or uh, partner's vineyard. So, therefore, it's not named after one person, and therefore, uh, he doesn't leave the war for it. Now, the Gemara brings another uh, answer. How, how do we have this uh, grafting situation? Rav Nachman by Amar, he will go back. 
if he connects a tree to a vegetable plant where there's no din or la or in uh, in the vegetable and the haitana hu tanya and you have to say that answer would be like the following tana hamavrich ilan beyarak rabat shimon gam el matir mishum biuda ben gamda ish kfar ako if someone grafted a tree with some sort of vegetable according to rabat shimon ben gam el the name of biuda it's mutar to do such a thing, and our Mishnah is like that. Hachamim osin, hachamim say it's asur. Uh, or here's an option number three. So we had Rabbi Yirmiya, we have Rav Nachman. And now, Kiatar of Dimi, Amar Rabbi Yohanan Hamani. Who is this Braita like that says you don't go back on, on a, a grafting a tree? Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakovi. Because you remember he said in the Braita that when we say kerem, it means actual kerem, a vineyard, no other tree. Lo Amar Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, hatam kerem kemash. Well, didn't he say a vineyard is a vineyard? Hachanami, same thing. When we say he planted, he's very literal. It actually means a plant. Nothing else. Not a graft, not, a, not, not taking a branch off and putting it into the ground. When he says plant, he means plant. Meaning, Rav Dimi is explaining that uh, you could say that the Braita that says you don't go back on uh, on on grafting. It's Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, who's very literal. He was literal over there with kerem, mean only grapes. So over here he also means planting and nothing else. Now here's another din uh, that Rav Dimi said the name of Rabbi Yohanan, the name of Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov. Kiatav Dimi Amar Rabbi Yohanan Mishum Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov Yalda Pehuta Mitefach. If you have a small tree that's shorter than a tefah, you say you have to give orla all the years. Why? Because it looks like a small uh, tree. It looks like a young tree, and it looks like you're eating orla. And this din is only when you have a very, very small uh, vineyard or orchard where it looks like uh, two. Uh, it looks like four trees, like in the box: one here, one to the right, one to the left. Or then right under them is one to the right, one to the left, and then one sticking out, sort of like uh, the way an animal walks: uh, two feet in the front, two feet in the back, and a tail sticking out. So you have the smallest possible um, uh, orchard or or vineyard to be considered uh, into the dinim of Orla. Uh, so therefore, with such a small uh, orchard, then if you have a small tree, then you have to give Orla all the years because of Maritain. About Kulei Kerem, if someone has a huge vineyard, then then people already know, okay, this vineyard's been around for a couple of years now, no one's going to think you're eating Orla. Now, and here's another din. Kiatav dimi amar b'yohanan mishumar b'lezer ben Yaakov. Metofes aba amot l'kriyat shema. If anyone's within four amot of uh, someone who passed away, he's not allowed to say kriyat shema. L'ichtiv lo'ayg l'arash heref oseh. We're not allowed to make fun of uh, a dead person who cannot uh, say a mitzvot anymore. And amar b'yitzhak amar b'yohanan mishumar b'lezer ben Yaakov. If a stepsister grows up between the brothers, she should not marry the brothers. Why? It looks like their actual sister, and someone who doesn't know the situation is going to think uh, these people married their sisters. And the Gemara says, it's not true, because when something like that happens, everybody knows about it, and no one's going to suspect anyone of marrying their sister. 
ואמר רבי יצחק, אמר רבי חנן משום רבי דעזר בן יעקב, לקט שכחה ופאה, לקט שכחה ופאה דיונת תגיב מעשר, שעשען גורם, but if the ani put them together, and now he made a nice pile, at that point, you have to give maaser because people are watching and they say, oh, this guy has a pile and he's not doing maaser. And people are going to think it grew in the Ani's field. And That's only if it's a field, meaning everyone sees that he piled it in a field. But if we brought it back home and he piled it in his backyard, then at that point, everyone knows about it, and, and no one's going to think that uh, this guy all of a sudden has a field outside and he's rich. And no one's going to suspect him of not giving masrot. If there's a, there's a tree that's less than the tefah, that's between the other trees, and if you have it in between other plants, it doesn't make the other plants asur midin kilayim, the din of cross-breeding different plants. Because it looks separately, it looks separate. It looks like it's not mixed in with the other vegetables, and therefore hachami weren't also in something like that. That's if the field is very small, where you have... Uh, plant here, plant here, like, again, like, the, like the way the animal walks, uh, we, uh, like two feet in the front, two feet in the back with the tail sticking out. But if the entire vineyard is done like that, where it's just uh, small, then then at that point that tree is going to make everything else asur because it becomes hashuv and at that point it's going to count as a crossbreed with the other plants. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem Na'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.